First guest of the night, Mr. Isaac Creto. What's going on, sir? Oh, not much. Thanks for having me here. Oh, yeah. We're uh, doing a little showcase, too. Yeah. The other team member will be here shortly. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys are doing a little showcase in Detroit because you got you got people around the city tonight. Yeah. Moppy's playing at Marble Bar after this with DJ Psycho. And that was the uh, was that the latest release on Detroit Vinyl Room was Moppy's record. Yeah, the vinyl is important. Yeah, yes. Had a little preview of it, but it's out now. People can get it. People can get it. Where can people get it? Detroit Threads, Hello Records. You can also get it at Gramophone Records in Chicago. It's in Grand Rapids. Um, yeah, it's pretty much everywhere right now. Sweet. Yeah. So. For those who don't know, you are Isaac Prieto. You own Detroit Vinyl Room, which is a label. Yeah, it's a record label. How long is series? Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because you guys do events as well. How long is Detroit Vinyl Room been a thing? Three years now. Okay. Yeah. So we've done weeklies over at DC Detroit City Distillery. Now we're doing things over at uh, Gold Cash Gold in Corktown. Oh, nice. They got a new patio that they got. I was going to say, that was, that's like a restaurant, but they have a, an outdoor patio? Yeah, they have an outdoor patio. I was able to get, uh, Are you doing stuff there now or no, just during the summer? I was just gonna, the summer because okay. the inside is not really fit for, right, right, for right. dance music, but the patio is really nice. I was going to say, it could be cold out in the patio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put a couple of heating lamps. <laughs> yeah. Um, sweet. Well, uh, I'm curious, how many releases do you guys have out now? This was the fourth one. Okay. Working on the fifth one. I'm going to collaborate with Manuel Gonzalez or M Gun. Okay. Was, uh, uh, he did a remix on the first release, but we're going to do a couple tracks together and then get a remixer for them. Awesome. Now, you guys are strictly vinyl, correct? Yeah, we just do 300 copies, vinyl only. Okay. Yep. So 300 each release. 300 each release. Okay. That's going to be it. Is there is there like a specific reason why 300 was picked? or? Um, no, it just seems like a good number. I okay. wanted to keep it a small batch so that um, you, you don't want to up special. it. You, you don't want to up it thirteen more. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's a good do, number. Do three hundred thirteen, three one three. Yeah. No. Okay. Here's next speed right here. How you doing, man? Good to see you. <laughs> so we got the other half here now. Want to throw those guys on? <laughs> <laughs> you brought the cold in with you. There you go. Yeah, they hear me now. What's up? 
So we were just talking uh, about Detroit Vinyl Room. Uh, do you have any releases on the label? I do. Uh, okay. We just dropped it last year. I did a song called City Skyline. Okay. My first official house song. Oh, nice. Thanks, Isaac. Appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm trying to get in that world a little bit more, man. It's a, it's a challenging genre, as you know, or for those that don't know. I come from hip-hop, techno, R&B, mostly hip-hop. Okay. But, um... You know, I've just been hanging out on the scene for the longest, and, uh, you know, I was just intrigued. I've been playing house for a little bit, but I was intrigued by the music that I've been hearing over the years through Detroit and um, just various DJs. And it might be stuff that they even made, but I just felt like, damn, that'd be a challenge to really do a real house song like the, like the kind that I like. Because what I thought house music was, it wasn't. I thought it was like everybody, everybody in the... CNC Music Factory or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a kid, you know what I'm saying? Before I knew a genre or nothing like that. So I didn't know what was what, but okay. I just grew up with it. I didn't know what was what, but you know, inner city big, all that, like, all that was dope to me. I just didn't know who it was until I met like Juan Atkins and Underground Resistance and all of them. And come to find out, it was like three, four people that made everything. <laughs> everything had, important, had, right? Yeah, they just had different aliases. I yeah. that was cool, so it's like a faceless music or something. Like, just let the music play. Like, we me, we do this uh, party called Techno City. Okay. At um, Deluxe Flux. Me, That's Chief, still going on? Fly. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a monthly party, so stay tuned to my Instagram for the next date. But we've been doing it um, really for, like, a movement after party. And um, it's been turning out real good, man. Like, uh, we just started doing it regularly, but it was crazy because, like, one of the people had, like, left a message like, they're not playing Kevin Saunderson, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, why? Like, I, it's a new generation of music that we made ourselves, but they didn't recognize it. Like, I don't know if they was trying to Shazam it or what. Like, <laughs> I mean, when I went to parties, I just used to dance. The, the but, you know, ever. shout out to that person because they made the, me step my game up the, and play the, some Kevin the, Saunderson the next time. The, the best one ever. I'm gonna, I'm totally gonna call out my friend Jeremy because I, I know he's probably <laughs> listening right now. But uh, <laughs> we were up in uh, Windsor and my friend was doing a, a live set. And he pulled out his phone and hit Shazam. And yeah, I, was, man. I was like, Jeremy, what what are you doing? And then he looked at himself and the phone and then looked up and he's like, oh. And he put his phone away. Exactly, <laughs> like bro. Live set, live Who's set. Who's that movement with the Shazam on, bro? <laughs> Not me. But I get it, though. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they wanted to hear a couple of their favorites. So, you know, we adjusted the set so we, so we could play some more of that stuff that they might know if they're in the crowd again. Yeah. Keep everybody happy because, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We're going to show the history of it, too. And we're going to show the new stuff that we making that's unreleased that nobody ever heard. And we made it just for the party. Right. <laughs> we make music just for the party, bro. So that's why you should come to our parties because we are not, like, I might spend the whole day before just making music just to play at this party. That's and we awesome. might start giving it away at the parties. Okay. That's how we about to do it, man. Exclusive Actually, not stuff. might. We will. Okay. Shout out to Shifi. Shout out Count Mac. So make you sure know. you're there to get some yeah always music. always be there because you always hear something new. Okay, so it's it's not like a set day of the month or anything. It's uh yeah we've been doing first Fridays so far, but uh, I don't think it'll be the first Friday this time. Like you know it's a it's a brand new year, so we got opening day on a Thursday and stuff like that. So you know look out for us, man. We just keep in tune to Nick Speed E and T. You know that's my Instagram, and I'll just keep the flyers going. Okay, sweet. And I'm gonna do a monthly flyer too, like to let everybody know, because people always be like, "Where you got? It? What's the next thing?" You know what I'm saying? Because they might not have caught me at the last thing. 
So, you know, I'm going to just keep a nice few of them on a date or whatever. I got like a few monthlies right now. So I just do monthlies, monthly parties. That way I can keep working every week and not do the same thing every week. Are so, you doing something at the Foundation Hotel or is that, uh, yeah, that just for New Year's? Yeah, that was for New Year's, but uh, we are talking about me doing a monthly party there as well. Okay. So how, was shout it? Out. how was it for oh, New Year's? Man, it was good? New Year's is crazy. Okay. It's just funny because it's like a restaurant too, so, yeah. you know, they're kind of like, well, just keep it cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People was eating and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like keep it cool until like a certain time, but and like then, by the time 11 hit, <laughs> they was getting buck wild in there. <laughs> Pushing those tables and chairs yeah, out of the way. Yeah, man. Everything was out the way. Dance floor was full. <laughs> Especially like uh twelve to one. Oh god. Uh, New Year's? Oh yeah, they was losing their mind. <laughs> it was know? like it was like pretty girls like walking up like, Hey, can you play some trap music? <laughs> no, no, no. No, they said can you play some ratchet music? Ratchet music. Oh, I couldn't wait. Thank you. Yeah. Hell yeah. I got some ratchet music for you. <laughs> we can play Freeco by uh Future. <laughs> Start with that. <laughs> the uh, the one that always I always thought was funny in it, and I didn't know this was an actual thing until uh, I started seeing it here. Is uh, apparently like a dance license is a real thing that like venues have to have, and oh, really? they used to go, going back to that. like the the yeah, tables Motor and City chairs in a restaurant. A and so, yeah, oh, wow. uh, Diamato's in Royal Oak. They used to have DJs sometimes in the uh, like the restaurant area of Diamato's. And so nobody could dance? Yeah, like people would get up and want to dance, and they'd be like, oh, no, 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 you can't No, you dance. know what's so crazy? But, I went to New York, was, and it was this one party. It was like a, a bar or something like that, and they said no dancing <laughs> on the wall. Really? I'm like, this just takes away all the fun. Right. I mean, like, I might not have been about to dance, but now I want to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe I should be the name of the next party, no dancing. And just see how wild people get. Just see get. how wild people get. No, Dan, you tell somebody, something, like, don't do something, and they're just going to do it anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to call it No Dancing. That's the next party. I'm doing that coming up soon. <laughs> Me and Isaac, we're going to be rocking. Yup. <laughs> Put no. on the flyer, only smooth jazz classics played, <laughs> and then just play all bangers. Right. <laughs> exactly, man. So hold on, man. Can I ask you all some questions? So y'all, y'all, I mean, you guys consider yourself uh, – House music guys, techno guys. I mean, like, what's going on? Because, you know, I feel like I'm a little new to the genre a little bit. Even though, you know, I'm a music head. I've been listening to this music my whole life. But I do want to know, like, what do you guys well, like, consider Well, Woodward, go, yourself? go first with that because he knows what he is. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So he knows what he is. I mean, like, do you consider yourself a genre of music or anything? I know you grew up in the Detroit City mojo era and all that. You know what I'm saying? With, right. It was all type of genres going on. And I feel like, see, I, don't, I never had a teacher. So, like, I just said that to John Collins the other day, and he was like, I see why you play like that. <laughs> so, actually, what are you trying to say, John? What no, I'm playing. <laughs> no, but, like, I don't have any teacher for, you know, basically, like, a lot of the music. Like, I just wanted to do my own thing. You know what I'm saying? Just to be inspired by whatever I was inspired by. And I'm the oldest. You know what I'm saying? It's just me and my sister. I'm the oldest. So, it's like, I didn't have a big brother or nothing like that to teach me how to DJ or... No OG, like nobody in my hood was DJing or right. making beats or nothing like that. You know, a couple people rap, of course, but but like, you know what I'm saying? That's where I grew up at. Like, but other than that, um, my uncle did teach me a little, like, couple piano lessons. I probably did like piano lessons when I was six or seven. 
one one semester. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I had like a little bit of piano and then some things and then. Yeah, but you know, but what I mean? as far as DJing, no one, like, no okay. one DJing and making music like yeah. no one wants to help you. I remember I was nah, like, oh, man. can you help me? Everyone would be like, especially I don't back get in the, the studio with other people. Like now you can look at YouTube and all that, but like, yeah. at Yo. that time, like it was no none of that. Like it was no. And then it wasn't so cool to listen to the youngest person in the room. So if you're like the baby in the room, like they don't want to hear nothing you got to talk about. <laughs> nothing. You know what I'm saying? That was me a few times. You know what I mean? But uh, other than that, man, I just wanted to know, like, what do y'all consider yourself as far as genres go or uh, selectors, DJs, whatever? I'm a little bit of everything because I just love music, but I just want to know what y'all feel like. Well, I'll say this much. Um, even though... I'm more into the, you know, UK garage. I mean, I've been kind of like all over the place as far as, you know, my musical tastes. I mean, growing up, I listened to rock and roll first, which some people are probably like surprised. Like, what's a black guy who's living in Flint doing listening to rock and roll? Well, that's what I was into when I was growing up. I mean, I didn't- How did you hear that? Um, Well, I mean, you know, when, when you're young, it's like, you know, it, like everything music, is new. So you everything do. was new. So you know, I mean, it's not like I heard a whole bunch of Motown. You right. know, I mean, I'm not saying that I was. You're a little you know, after that era. Well, no, the era was there. I just wasn't into it. You know, I was more. When like you I say said, rock and roll, well, um, I mean, I was listening to like the Guess Who, Led Zeppelin, okay, 70s rock kind of, 60s, 70s, 60s, 70s rock, right. Okay. So by the time that I hit like 13 or 14, then I crossed over into R&B. Which was like what? Um, which would have been uh, like Isaac Hayes. Okay. Um, Great choice. But he was kind of rockish a little bit too. Uh, he was, no. He I mean, was you know, more, there was like rockish elements in like a lot of that. Uh, not, not many. I mean, if, if. Guitars. A little bit, a little bit. It's the same instrument though. Yeah. But uh, like I say, from there, you know, it was like R&B and then uh, disco and then rap and then new wave. I mean, I could go on and on and on house. So what made you be into this UK garage? Basically, I got tired of being A, the co-DJ at 246, B, the same person who had to sell these records at Buy Right on Fridays. Hmm. You know, like, so these folks could break them first. So so you worked at Bright Right? Yes. Oh, okay. For 10 years. Legends. Legends. Yeah. Shout out Bright Right, man. Yeah. I don't even know if I really... See, that was a little... I know it still exists, but, like, right. in my uh, era... Detroit Music Center now. Yeah, like, you know, as far as me, like, I would... You know, I'm a little bit younger, so, like, Street Corner... Right. Even though I'm from Detroit, uh, Damon's. Right. Chantonique's. Um, Damon's. Chantonique's. Kendrick's. Yeah, Damon's Records. Kendrick's wow. Records. What about that, though? Yeah. The DJ think, stop? Think, yeah, I think that might still be around, I think. It might still be around. I used to, like, I ain't going to lie. That's how I, not how I learned how to DJ, but, like, I would go in there and take every record off the wall and just be doing my own little DJ set for a couple hours. They knew I was, like, 16, so they didn't right. care. <laughs> that was it was, just, it that was just, like, put them back when you get done. Kind of, you know what I'm saying? That was, but like, that was me when I was like 14 to 16 up at uh, DJ Supply in, in uh, Waterford. I hear about that story. I never had a chance. Yeah, the to one go. in Waterford. They Maybe had a little once. setup, and uh, 
I used to bring because uh, I was 14. I used to bring like the the empty pop cans and go to Meyer. Yeah. And then turn them in, get my 20 bucks or whatever, and then right. run up to the record store. Right, because that's the funny part. I only really might have had 10 or 20 dollars to spend, <laughs> but I'm playing every record in here. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm about to do a whole DJ set. Like. Y'all got the turntables with the mixer and all that, so yeah, I was going crazy a little bit off that. Like, <laughs> that was funny though, but they still let me do it. They used to battle rap me, all that. Like, <laughs> I'll be battle rapping them and DJ, <laughs> trying to play like, cause they had the promo copies of everything. So right. like all the songs that came out, like it'd be way before the radio here. I-, I always heard every song before it came out. Like, not every song, but a lot of songs. So. That's why I'm a great discoverer of talent because I know certain songs before they came out, like or artists, I should say. You know what I mean? So that's the cool part, man. But you know, I don't know what, what was y'all talking about before I walked in here, man. I'm over here trying to shift the conversation. <laughs> it's all good. Well, uh, one thing I I, I did want to get is because uh, we have the the website down at the bottom, DetroitVinylRoom.com. Uh, but yeah, is I'm there get, any other th- online presence like SoundCloud uh, or anything? Yeah, like we're that? on SoundCloud. We're on MixCloud. I'm about to get that website updated because it needs to be updated. But hey, if anybody wants to help them update it or me, I got it. Come on in. I got to take care of it. I'm gonna get it done. <laughs> yeah, because I need some help. Well, if I was a guy, I need to help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I need some help, man. I need to get this stuff out here on the digital world because. I might just drop some vinyl only, but a few of those vinyl only joints. Now nah, I'm about to actually drop them digitally, cause like, like the DIA album or something. Or? The DIA one was out digital, but I have like speed, uh, nick of time, like speed of sound. Um, all the the white all my, all my white yeah, those are good stuff, ones. All of that, like, yeah. Mine got one. scratched up, and you said there's only like a hundred of them yeah, or something. I, mean, I only did limited runs of vinyl only. Those were good. Remember when we met? I had like that white label, right? At that pool party, right? With yeah, Jamie. I remember that was yep. crazy. Yeah, and yeah I, that was fun. I just like knew fun. you from the record. Yeah, that that's crazy. Fun. That was fun. No, I remember that. And then like, you know what I'm saying? So I did meet people like Isaac off of that record and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But like, some of them got shipped around the world where people I might never meet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now like, the music is good, and you know I feel like it's timeless. So I'm about to drop it digitally, but I might not redrop the vinyl unless there's a demand for it. But like I did that for a specific amount of time so that I could build the value of it to the consumers. Like, hey, I've got that record from 2016. You know what I'm saying? It's 2020. 20, you know what I'm saying? So like, so that's what it's that's what it's for. Hand signed vinyl. He do 300 yeah. copies. And then see, that's that's exactly what I was talking about. You know what I mean? It's like yep. make it rare, man. I mean, I'm coming like from make the it school. rare, make it like special. You know, yeah, make it mean something. Because then when you like give it, when you give it, when you're just giving it away to everybody, then it's like yeah. Then, like, why, then how does this like maintain like value? Special. Like you want them to like have your music and be like looking at it and be like, yo, this this is like special Cause, music. Because you know? to me, because it's special to me. So when I I'm want dropping, it to be special to other people, right? Too. And when I'm dropping a vinyl, to me, it's an art piece, really. Yeah, exactly. It's not just music it's like this is something you you know possibly could frame and put on your wall and it'll look good there too yeah and it's gonna sound good it's gonna look good and it's gonna sound good and it's gonna mean something and it's gonna be rare and it's gonna be rare and like if you get one you're gonna like feel good that you have it you know yeah for sure and that's like what i what i want like out of the label you know it's like that's why it's like they're like oh well this was a really good record why don't you repress it 
Well, because I'm moving on to the next one. You had to be there. And I want to make that one special too. Just like you know? I said, we like, make, I'm not just going to keep like hanging on to this one track the that I made forever and just be like, this is like the strings of life, you know, but not that that's not like a timeless forever song, but you wanted to just like, in, in order to keep it moving, you know, you want to, you want them to all be special. Yeah, for sure, way. for sure. And then, you know, as time goes on, we'll start investing more money into more copies and stuff like that as the demand goes up and everything like that. But for the most part, I look at it as an art piece. You don't see one million Picasso's. It's not one million of them. Yeah. You know what not I mean? Not everyone can They're get one it. of ones or, you know what I mean? Somebody pays some big money or they cherish it. Yup. They're not just laying it around in their storage somewhere. You get what I'm saying? It's in a frame and it's on the wall. <laughs> Yo. You know what I mean? So that's how I want my music to be treated. You know what I mean? Yo. And you know, as far as anything else that I put out, and I want people to like respect my ear, like whenever I believe in an artist, like if I say Isaac is dope, I want people to be like, exactly. it must be. Like I'm super picky about who I put on this label. And um, I feel like, People gotta have that grit and like that trueness that like Nick or people like I'm Gone or Moppy have, you know, like, yeah. just, or Norm Talley. Like these are all like solid artists that I truly believe in, and I would feel comfortable like talking to other promoters and be like, "This is my artist, and I believe in him, and I want, Absolutely. and I want to get him this gig because I believe in them." You know, for sure. So, like the, well, I'm, I'm yeah. curious. Uh, is, other than uh, the things you're talking about in the summer, is there any Detroit Vinyl Room? Shows coming up or artists on the label? I'm gonna do a little show at Whiskey Disco with Lauren, where I'm gonna tag with her, and then we're gonna start up the summer series again. I'm sure I'll have Nick play, and uh, I'm gone. I know, like Luke has mentioned, you wanted to play and try and get maybe Dan Bell out or uh, Patrice Scott again. Like, I think. Yeah, let me play. know, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, down. You know? yeah. I'm down. For sure. I'm gonna make fun. it happen this summer, you know. And then I got a new spot I'm working on. Um, this restaurant called Merrill just opened up, up by on West Village over by where Paramita was. Okay. And they got a big patio over there. And I'm um, supposed to meet with the manager soon. And if they want to invest on a real sound system and want to get a real music program going, I'm going to try and get that set up for the summer, you know? Hey, man, make them do it, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that spot was like bumping for a minute and then Paramita left. And it's kind of like not the same as it was. Okay. And, uh, but, I mean, would be cool to do some music events over there, you know? Make Meryl, like, uh I'm not really, what is it, across the street? It just, like, opened up. It's a brand new restaurant. Was it in the same place? It is, I guess it's by, like, Sister Pie. Okay, okay. They're, like, sharing the patio right by them or something. Yeah, for all those so, people that don't, that's not in Detroit that's listening, man, that's some East Side Detroit shit. <laughs> <laughs> East Side. And that's <laughs> usually the area where I see you at. What? Don't Where? I always see you over there? In that same area, you're talking about Parameter. Yeah. Jefferson. Right. Van Dyke. Right. Over in the, over in the hood. In the hood. So, yeah, we're talking <laughs> about the hood world. You're not world. talking about the suburbs. <laughs> right. You're not talking about just the most gentrified area in Detroit. Yeah, because like the east side is, although it's like Corktown and the it's west side there. is a little bit gentrified, but the east side is like, hey, but if they just got that little there, neighborhood and that's it. You know? Then it's, we still there. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? Oh, definitely, definitely. And you know what? I can't wait to get one of them big houses over there. They got some nice Dude, houses John lives over there. there. He's got, he lives in one of those big mansions over Man. there. Man, <laughs> I knew John was rich. <laughs> he always be trying to walk around like he not. <laughs> John, you're rich. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Give me a loan. 
I need a loan. No, <laughs> no, Shout out Big John, man. What's up, though? One thing I'm curious, because you mentioned you're you're also doing stuff in like the hip-hop world and everything. Absolutely. Uh, is there any projects that you're working on? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm working on um, a couple solo projects. Like, I'm always going to drop solo music because it's the most profitable for me out okay. of everything. You know what I mean? Um, I've always, like, you know, done vocals and made beats and just been in there just by myself for the most part and just created music and is there anything it, coming out like soon that people should look absolutely out for? uh i don't well i think i might call one of them see i have a couple different projects and i don't know which one's gonna be which but i know the names of them okay so one of them's gonna be nickopedia nickopedia okay yeah <laughs> and then uh i probably have need for speed okay yeah yeah I always use my name and my stuff, yeah. like Nick of Time, Speed, speed of Sound. You know what I mean? So, like, Nickopedia, Need for Speed. So, that's two of them right there. Okay. So, I'm looking forward to dropping those. And I'm also producing uh, for, like, several artists, such as Seven in general, uh, Super MC. Now, do those come out on, like, any specific label or anything? or? Man, you know what? It's kind of like a lot of it is independent. Okay. So, we are independently doing a lot and for the most part man um the if, if it came i mean i've worked a lot with majors you know what i'm saying i definitely still get checks from majors because i've done major label work but at the end of the day you have to make them get your attention and they're not necessary for everything that you're trying to do right you see what i'm saying like we're thriving in the underground by selling vinyl records and 300 copies whereas like somebody may have to stream one million copies for them to get the same amount that me and Isaac are getting for 300 <laughs> copies right? of pure sales. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't even necessarily mean like major labels or anything, but I mean, is there somewhere well, that people should specifically look for these releases to come out? Always so they're not look just at kind my of Instagram. Instagram? Okay, Instagram is the best place. ENT, Instagram. Everybody's on Instagram. Man. You know what I mean? Pretty much everybody's there. So that's why I just use that as like my specific, uh, most valuable promotional tool. Okay. But I do have like probably a separate 5,000 on Facebook and probably a separate 5,000 on Twitter or something like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm I'm just like- Does Instagram cap your followers? I know yeah, Facebook I think does. I'm like seven on there. Man, who's, this is not a pissing contest. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care. Actually, I barely well, no, no, post. no. Well, I'm just curious. Like, does this is, is, does Instagram like cap followers? Do you know? Because I know Facebook will like only like. Oh no, you, they don't cap. Have them. like five no, they don't thousand cap. friends or whatever. So Instagram, it'll now let if they you capped just it, then I might look really good on Instagram. Like, yeah, I reached the limit. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, mean, I did that for Facebook. But yeah, now, yeah. But Facebook, like, Facebook does it. It limits you to five thousand. So, but Instagram and Facebook are owned by the same company. Yeah. So, which equals dun, 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 F Facebook P I <laughs> or what is it? I G whatever. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, F B I. <laughs> I better stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> I better stay woke. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right, let's play some records, man. Yeah, you down to get up there? <laughs> Do you know who's who's going first? Or are you guys just going to tag all night? Or uh, shit, man, I'm ready, man. All right, right man, you there? can get on up there, Nick. Okay, well, let me throw on some, man. Let me get this together. Let's do it. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, let me you. All right, well, well, he gets set up. Uh, again, I wanted to mention. 
happening tonight at Marble Bar. Moppy, seven, seven inches, inches in, in heaven, heaven, along with Psycho, and they got Peter Croce out there. Rocksteady Disco. Rocksteady Disco. Yeah, shout out to those guys. Oh, you know, we also got to uh, give a big thanks to uh, Oscar Okuts. Oh, yeah. From having us over at the dungeon on Sunday. That was fun. Yeah, quite nice. Quite nice. Good stream sash over there. Yeah, it was uh, dope. I like his, I like his little setup. Is it his house or? Yeah, yeah, it was at his house. Okay. Yeah, he's got a a sweet. Roach played that too, right? He yeah. did. He did. Cool. Uh, so did you hear that new record on Nuestro Futuro? I did. He gave me a copy. There you go. It was like at like seven a.m. at the works. He like walked up and he's like, "Here you go." <laughs> <laughs> Giving away records at 7 a.m. Yep. at the works. Is that totally closed now? Yep. Yeah, I guess so. So, you good to go over there, sir? Yeah? Okay. All right. Let's do this then. You are tuned into Planet Funk on 313.fm. This is Nick Speed.
like you've been hurt before By the ones that said they only loved you more Inflicted pain and scars of sorrow Like an empty shell I wait for tomorrow I said you're wondering why you walked away Did I ever do you wrong in any way? Was it something I said to you that made you change? There's no more sun, there's only cloudy days
round and round you go round and round you go and and 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 round and round you go Round and round you go, 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 and and 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 round 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 and 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 round 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 and and go round 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 and 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 round 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 and and go round 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 and 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 round 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 and and go round 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 and 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 round 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 round
You are tuned into Planet Funk on 313.fm, now live with Isaac Prieto.
So that was Nick Speed and Isaac Prieto. Yes. Hey. Hey, Isaac. I appreciate y'all very much. Thank y'all for listening. Much love, man. What was that last record? That shit was hot. Let me. Marcellus Pittman. Who? Really? Show that record, man. That's a real vinyl record right there. I got to say, man, Isaac keeps the vinyl. Isaac actually forces me to play vinyl. Because he know I'll be on the computer and all type of stuff. I might bring a flash drive, think I'm straight. No, where's the records at? <laughs> so, of course, uh, check out the label. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. All right. So keep an eye out for Glory. Detroit, Detroit Vinyl Room. Uh course after this though everyone's got to head over to seven inches in heaven dj psycho moppy moppy the latest release on uh detroit vinyl room and of course peter Kochi as well holding it down with rock city disco records all 45s motherfucker on the table period low-key psycho i don't think nobody can really mess with you bro you that guy and i strive to be one day, with that final, he be fooling me. But much love to my dog. Alright, uh, I think we're going to get it out of here. Kind of ASAP, but uh, I wanted to mention, in the background, All Night has been uh, tracked by none other than DJ Shiva, a.k.a. Non-Compliant. She was awesome enough to send me basically her whole discography after all the promos got lost on the station and stuff. So, uh, big thank you to her. Oh, in the background? Yeah, it's uh, Non-Compliant. Yeah, Non-Compliant. Uh, no. Uh, Midwest still. Uh, yeah. But, uh, also, I uh, got to say huge thank you to everyone that uh, got in the chat with us. Uh, also, huge thank you to both Isaac and Nick Speed for coming down and throwing down tonight. Oh, yes. Awesome show. Most, most definitely. Uh, also, huge thank you to everyone that came out and uh, rocked out with us here live at Urban Bean. We had uh, we were pulling people from the streets. We had them dancing out in the streets. <laughs> they came in. <laughs> we, we got it we got it on the live stream too oh uh, damn the cred is up now <laughs> alright that works so you guys raised the bar so now if, if, if you don't pull people in from the streets <laughs> also a uh, huge thank you to Urban Bean Co for hosting us each and every week uh, if you can't make it down here on a Wednesday come down on a Tuesday or Friday for House Coffee or Techno Tuesday on ImpulseDetroit.net. Also, a huge thank you to our past host, Grand Trunk Pub. And of course, we can't thank the man enough out in California holding all the servers down so you can get all those past episode downloads. Our man in command, Mr. Jeff. What did you what did you do? 
I was adding a dramatic effect there. Damn, I think I think we ought to do that shit again. We can. All right. I, I kind of want to get out of here, but. All right, well, fine. Then let's just get it out the way. Okay, fine. Here you go. Anyways, uh, <laughs> thank you again, everyone, and uh, peace out. <laughs>